Can you believe in a finite object possessing infinite power? Or that a mineral can be proclaimed the medicine of the 21st century? Or that the power of nature can win over the ignorance of man? If you can, you will know why our mission is to get Shungite to the masses. You are entering the Shungite zone. This is the Shungite radio show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to Shungite Reality. It is February 28th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condent and uh, Mark Joseph, Walt Silva, and we have a special guest that's uh, on today, Karen McDonald. And she's going to come in in the last 15 minutes here, in the last 15 minutes, in about 15 minutes. Because before we start, I want the boys to say hello to the audience, and then we're going to talk about Derek's class that he did on Sunday. So um, I'm hoping everything is going to go right with the station. We might be being mucked with. You guys have been with me for a while. You know the problem. I lose the uh, the up connection, and it was fine all up until about, well, 40 minutes ago I checked it. It was as fast as it gets, and I just checked it again, and it's down a little. I hope it's not critical. Let us know in chat, please. Um, okay, Derek, hi. Hello. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, this should be an exciting show. I'm happy to have Karen here. Yes. Yes, definitely. And, um, Mark, are you here? Yes, <laughs> I know he's here. I think he's here. Did he drop off? Well, I'll tell you, at the beginning of the show, he was having some connection issues, I heard, so maybe he's rebooting or something. Um, so, well, we know him. Okay, okay there, there he is, there he is. Yeah, it's a little spotty, the connection, so... Okay. Everybody. Hi, hi, Mark. <laughs> and Walt... Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me here. I uh, hope we have a great show, and Nancy will stay online. <laughs> yes. Otherwise, we'll panic. <laughs> Not really. We're getting kind of used to this type of thing. Um, okay, so on Sunday, we, we, we've been advertising that Derek was going to do this um, class on Sunday, and he did it. And he was... You know, I mean, I got the same feeling. I do a, a show, and you don't know if it was a good show, bad show. It, it all depends on your listeners. Did the listeners think it was a good show? It doesn't matter what we think. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to read some of, well, there's actually four of them. Um, let me get the one up I'm going to start with here. There's uh, four different reviews of the class. These people had, had been there. Uh, three of, two of, well, I know one of them had really never heard Derek before. And the other two were familiar with him. Two of them had had sessions with Derek. And um, one of them I don't think had, but I, I, I know she's, she knows who we're talking about. So I'm going to get, the first thing is from Irma. Now Irma is a good friend and Russian we're talking except for one person in this four group they're all Russians 
And so I'm going to read you what she said. The class you gave us yesterday was a highlight of my life, not an overstatement. Things that I have learned in my life from others and my own observations all came together in one concise form. I really visited a private room within myself, as you mentioned during your class, and I realized I went a long way to get there. During the class, I was making as many notes as I managed to, deliber to deliberate on later and was pleasantly surprised to know that I will get the link to the site. Now, I'll just say here now that um, Derek is very generous and he wants, he wants people to be able to access this information. So it is up. He put the, the um, link in the chat to the class. So now... You don't have to pay for it. Um, the people that paid for it didn't really pay for the class. I mean, the, they, they got a bag full of goodies and a half an hour session with Derek. So they didn't really pay for the class compared to the money thing that was out there. But what was so special about it is they got to participate in the, in the class because one of the things that was um, really pretty awesome about it was that it was limited there was only, I, I, don't, I don't know, it was 25 people that were going to come into it with a, in a paid kind of thing. But he wanted those people to be able to feel like they could ask any question. So one of the beauties of the way he presented it was that he had slides. He was talking off the slides. But people could ask questions right then and there, not try to remember, I want to ask this at the end. So there was an interaction between those people that were there and I, I mean I was there but I was I was just watching it um, and some of the comments that came out some of the questions that came out really drove the presentation so okay I'm back to the to her, her statements here the topics that were touched on are dear to my heart are dear let me do this again the topics that were touched on are dear to the heart of every human being why are we here? It was a fascinating sharing of knowledge, the knowing and it's the knowing, the experiencing, and so much more that resonated with me and my friends who also participated in the class. Four of us participated in your class. We did not come cold turkey and had previous experience participating in similar webinars, but this one stands out so personal, so well packed up by science, and exciting. Thank you. So then, uh, oh, she says, on a side note, I would like to express gratitude for the slides. Beautiful design and crisp, clear in their short format. The following survey of what my friends, participa friends participants asked me to add to my review. And this is from Tanya. It was a very interesting and in parentheses outstanding lecture and an eye-opener for me. One of the many important messages which I gained is that we have no limitation on what we can do and practical advice on how we can achieve it. I am familiar with similar topics from Divine Matrix, etc., but this one is above and beyond. From my perspective, each side, each slide is worth a separate lecture. 
the three-hour presentation is absolutely not enough. It was. It is just a taste of what to expect. It was a great start for me. I'm so grateful to Derek for all the work he put into this event. I am extremely grateful for giving for giving me this opportunity to move on in my life's journey. And this is from uh, Lidmilla. Okay, very informative, all-encompassing, deep and well-presented. Though I am constantly learning, surfing the Internet and reading books, this one is exceptional. Deeply grateful for the opportunity to get to see Derek in person. I have heard, heard so much from him from my friends. And then we have another one, and this is from Michelle. And she says, I thoroughly enjoyed the class held February 26th. I felt it was extremely interesting. Derek completely and clearly explained all of the topics. The slides shared were clear as well as easy to read and understand, which enhanced the class and made it much easier to follow along with what was being taught. I also appreciate that Derek responded to questions as well as comments during the class rather than waiting until afterwards when the class was over. Furthermore, I felt the way Derek explained each principle by giving examples in how they can be applied helped each person learn ways to easily incorporate the principles in their own lives and situations. Finally, I feel the 10-minute break was very thoughtful and I certainly appreciated it. Thank you, Derek, for taking the time to teach us and for putting so much thought into the class in ways that are sure to help each and every one of us. So, uh, Derek, I think you did a good job there. That would be my interpretation, and congratulations, and thank you for a job well done. Well, I hadn't heard any of that. I appreciate that very much. Um, actually, it's hard to speak, so I'm going to let you for a minute. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, so the um, we'll have the link to the uh, to the YouTube up so you can experience it and you can go back to it and you can give it to your friends. You can take people who are stumbling around looking for some information, point them there. You know, it, it's it's an easy fix. So because I mean I I listened to the I didn't. I didn't focus on it as as much as some people would have because I was doing a lot of other things, but I, I listened to the whole show. And I've listened to Derek for, you know, I don't know, a thousand, thousand hours or more. Well, a lot more. Um, and so I understand the way he presents information and the information he normally covers. But the, the thing of it is, is that, you know, enterology, study of energy. When you have something like that, where people are interacting with the host, and they're in a in a, they're all on the same mission of of sharing and learning. The energies that go into the video are there, so you'll get to experience not just what is being presented in a 3D video. You're getting to experience what. Irma and her friends were experiencing. Oh my, I understand this. Aha moment after aha moment. And that energy's going to be there. Because I can tell you the energy was there. That's why I'd, I wouldn't have turned it off. I, even if I wasn't listening to it, I would have kept the, the, the film on because it was the, the energy coming off of it. So, um, yes. Uh, anyway, 
is there anything else you want can you talk now is there anything else you want to share you know as as to what your experience was or you know whatever you want to share sure yeah i know i don't get to get feedback like that without actually and then feeling it of course and i know everybody's that way um but no i just appreciate it uh what i was gonna say was um oh during the class because i didn't get to say too much i'm so again i i stumble with these terms because i don't have a I use vocabulary. I don't get to listen to a lot of podcasts. I know it's being used, but I'm so heightened during things like that. So in, in my weird terms, I guess, perceiving so many densities, it's just so much going on and in input from what I'll loosely just call the guides because there was a lot more that was there. You'd call them galactics as well in some circles. But the overwhelming feedback on that was sometimes hard to hang on or focus during the class because, <clears throat> excuse me, sometimes certain ones would want certain information tried to be shared or, or I'd feel somebody in the class. I'll just say it was a whole lot of input. So during the class, you may see me struggle um, trying to hang on a couple of times or ask to listen to re-ask a question. Cause at some points it's literally like I would hear the question and then I'd get like four different responses, sometimes a, a visual in front of me I get to see, or just a, what you'd call a download or I'd feel just the massive pulses of energy hit me and then tinnitus like symptoms go. It was just all over the place. So I'll just say it was hard to kind of hang on physically and not show too much of that. So that was, and that was, it was all good by the way. Um, but there's just a lot going on. So that, that drove a lot of class too. And I loved having the, uh, the questions during it, especially a lot of the, uh, the quantum entanglement ones and the connection ones and things like that. So that was fun. It was fun, and I did see you struggling. I, I started laughing at one point because I could see that you were like, there was so much energy coming into you that, you know, she asked the question, and you're going like, uh, did she ask a question? Well, uh, could you repeat that, please? <laughs> and, oh, yeah. I was laughing. I'm going like, oh, my God, because, I, I mean, I know from your being with you for so long that, you know, when you're doing this stuff, well, ne always – it's always around you. I mean, you just perceive everything around you. So if everybody's trying, hey, talk to me, talk to me, you know, my God, I don't know how you got through it, to be honest with you. Well done. The biggest, some of the distraction was, like, think if you ate some really, really super hot hot sauce, and then all of a sudden that big flush of energy, but no sweating on the forehead type deal, the physical, but that was happening here, there, and wherever, kind of like think, you know, I'll just an easy visualization. They tap into my order to get my attention or something. I'm like, uh, and I got to try not to look at it because everybody in the audience, even though my video was like dinky down in the corner, I'm like, oh my God, are they going to see me trying? Because I was trying not to, and then there'd be bright flashes in the room, all crazy stuff, and I'm trying to ignore it. So I'm trying not to look at that, and I never know, you know, to, oh, is the crazy guy looking at the wall again? Um, so I just, I always just wake up every once in a while in 3D and realize, uh-oh, <laughs> what do I look like? Because I just never know. It's, it's just an odd place to be, I'll say, um, doing things like that. Because sometimes you don't know if it's physical or metaphysical and who's doing it. So I'm just trying to respond as much as I can to. The class was easily, it was the same thing as, as a lot of classes. Um, three quarters metaphysical um, listeners or participants, a quarter physical. That's about the numbers. Uh, to guess that I picked up on. Now, that's not to say I was looking at everybody because I was trying not to heighten my senses and go, um, you know, more metaphysical. So that was 
that was unusual to me. I wasn't expecting that part of it. So the room was packed, I'll say, in the office. <laughs> Let me yeah. ask Mark. Mark, did you get a chance to listen to it yet? Yeah, it was really good. Um, I agree with all the, the, the testimonials, and um, it does mention Shungite quite a, quite a bit and the different devices. So, um, yeah, I mean, Derek's very generous for uh, letting us see the rest of that. It, it was very engaging. Thank you, Derek. Oh, no, I thought I appreciated it. It was like I said to somebody in China a little bit ago. It was a group thing, and it was. It was uh, and it always is. Um, you know, just because I'm the fool out there talking on that kind of thing. It's everybody involved in the class, the ones just watching the YouTube video. Um, I hear, I got feedback. Um, Jalissa would mention to me, too, like, you know, the tonight is ringing in your ears. Mine's, like, weirdly succinct, like a, um, I don't know, a, a Morse code-like metaphysical thing. But anyway, um, sometimes in chat, people would reference at the same time they were getting kind of. So that was that was cool from my perspective that others were picking up on the woo-woo metaphysical stuff, you know, the subtle energies um during the class at the same time kind of thing so and i, I would see him so i could see who was focusing here i'm talking about the listeners so it was um i get a little i don't want to get into all that but uh, i don't know a little screen behind me will say to where i can perceive them and then i'll know who's you know looking hiding or had an aha moment i'll put it that way because i'm not like hyper focused so it's like a heightening of chakras i'll say i say like a group of um, hazy silhouettes. I don't see the actual person. I don't zoom in that close and then see if shockers that way. I know if I'm on, I wasn't going to get into this behind the scenes chit chat about the class, but that's what I do. Even in sessions, I just perceive them metaphysically watch the air quotes here energies and then make sure that they're, you know, like I, I call it like stretching the right muscles. Think theoretically, if you're like in a gym and then they have those chakra activations and things like that, like my ears ringing right now, even perceiving it. Um, turn it on like that. So anyway, that's what I get to see during the class as well. And that'll guide some of the class. So if I start to get too much science or too much this, that, and the other, and I'm not saying it was too much for anybody, but again, in a class like that, I threw so much at it. I kept thinking, oh, shoot, I'm getting too deep in each one of these things. I better stop. Um, but again, just, I guess follow the energies. But it was fun. Yeah, it was fun and is fun. You can participate from now until forever. Just go to that link on YouTube. And the chat's up there, too, so they can go into the chat and see what the questions were or anything like that. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, now that you say that, I realize that the chat was there. Nice. And a transcript. Yeah, transcript, too. And it, it, uh, YouTube does it all automatically now, so it has a, it's closed captioned. It's transcript downloadable. I saw that this morning. Okay. So, um, anything else you wanted to say about it, Mark? No, that's it. Thank you. Okay. So, um, we're going to bring uh, Karen into the to the uh, the show here. Karen, you there? I absolutely am. How are you doing, Nancy? I'm doing fine, darling. I'm so grateful that you're here. What I'm Thank gonna you. What I'm gonna do is I'm going to um, basically turn it over to Mark because when I finally notified Mark of who our guest was he went like oh I, I have been following her for you know I said I got so many questions <laughs> and I was like oh well this is a good thing you know um, so I'm just going to uh, let you tell the people who what, what do you want them to know about you and then we'll turn it over to Mark because he he knows so much more about you and 
you know, I think he's the person to lead the the conversation. You, the two of you, just get into it, and we'll jump in when we've got something to say. How's that work? I'm, I'm. Let's go with the flow, so we can all. I'm sure people have got questions, and then the audience will have questions as well. So, I'll just formally introduce myself. I'm actually Karen Ann Lucic McDonald, and I'm actually the 13th White Bear International Clan mother. So I'm not native, I'm not Aboriginal, but I'm the white, like, Russian bear one. So, spasibo. In here as well, I've been doing quantum integrative medicine. I started off, actually, I arrived, we'll say, I was this by special appearance in what people know in the Schwetmak territory, otherwise known very famous as Kamloops, British Columbia. And that has actually been a huge pivotal thing, especially in the areas here and historically for the taking and... Um, child trafficking, um, quite well known up here. So we've got many, many missing children and First Nations of all the different star nations that have gone missing, so it's not limited to that. There's a lot of Russian Dukobar children as well that were interned out here, Asian, always targeting the First Nations women, actually, all of us. So I was also then raised, um, my grandfather, Peter Buzikavich, was actually part of the Canadian military, and prior to that also my great-great-grandfather was actually in the Austrian army. So a lot of them came here out of those areas, you know, to perceive, you know, to be wild and free, savage, that kind of thing. And with the hope of a new dream, I guess. And so we've been in this area. I grew up in what's known out of Saskatoon by the University of Saskatchewan. I attended that. That's also a very well-known area in the prairies because it's the center hub of the continent and the second largest medicine wheel in North America is actually stationed there. So I spent a lot of time um, helping with the local tribes, which would have been Cree Nahiawaks and stuff in there. So it, you just have that tribal sense or community sense. And maybe it's with my love for, you know, different books like Anastasia, The Ringing Cedars of Russia. I grew up so learning the gardening, being, you know, attentive to nature, realizing that there's more than what was presented to me, obviously. I decided after doing some interior decorating, my cousins used to have that, so I spent this couple of years doing interior decorating. I went, this isn't going to help humanity, <laughs> color coordinating the planet as we go. But I went back into, my mom was a, a nurse. She started as a psych nurse, and there was too much that went in, obviously, in North Battleford. And now we would know those as MK Ultra Centers that were torturing people. But So she didn't last very long. However, you know, by the time I was like 10 and 11 and 12, I was reading all her medical texts and like, you know, Anne Rand and The Fountainhead. And I was very eclectic in my uh, genres even back then. So I went into nursing. I ended up specializing in neonatal intensive care and postpartum with a love for children. And I eventually had two of my own, which just set me into this whole rabbit hole thing down the road. But while I was actually nursing, I ended up, because of what I saw to be, what was going on was just atrocious to not only the nurses, but to the, the clients that were in there, and it just didn't make sense to me. And so I ended up being the union rep for like 15 years. So I had 1,200 nurses under me at the, I would call Royal Draco, who got a royal designation eventually in Saskatoon. So I spent a lot of time there. I left because everything sort of happened at once. I, my ex started, my children were actually disclosing molestation. And they were disclosing it by lawyers 
not only their father, but they were telling me these horrific things that we would now know as the MK Ultra and you know satanic panic type of things. And a very famous case in Canada came out, which was really suppressed. One of the leading RCMP investigators later became one of my close friends, Claudia Bryden. And the children started disclosing about being taken by these satanic groups and what we now know is being all disclosed as the adrenochrome or ninth circles. So I came at it very early because it was such a shock to my system, right? And I knew the children were telling the truth. There's no question about it. So very early I was learning about, you know, what Kathy O'Brien would be talking about in Transformation of America. And I just promised my children I would never allow that to happen again um, to them or to any other child. So that set off a whole new thing. I ended up going into meeting with people like Dr. Len Horowitz. So I knew about the vaccine agenda very early. And I just left the whole thing. I had a back injury and I just tried to do a return to work and it just wouldn't happen. And the way life directed me, I ended up going into being Reiki. I ended up into crystals and shungite. I've been playing with for many, many decades as well with Michael Stadola. We had a beautiful Divac Center and um, able crystals out there. So we had metaphysical centers and I got into the spiritual part. I got into drumming. I got into crystal bowls. I became an aromatherapist, and then when I went out to further that, I went to go meet with Dr. Gary Young. So, you know, I, I was perfecting, like, raindrop technique and Vitaflex massage, and then I got into crystal amethyst beds, and then I decided that's it. I got to open my own integrative health center, so that's actually what I started doing, and I never looked back from there, so I became a colon hydrotherapist. So I'm one of the biggest thing about water is the universal solvent. Very early in 2004 and 2005, I met with what was called the Quantum Alliance, and it was set up by Dr. Bill Nelson, but also with Ryan Williams, who came up from the States, and he was a core member of that team, and he set up the first integrative medical school for biofeedback in Victoria, B.C., so I studied, and I went out there, and I passed all my exams, and off I was running with an old machine called the SKEO, or EFPX, we now know as the uh, e-doctor now. And Ryan then, about 10 years ago, decided, aha, he had a brainstorm moment and was one of the first people to actually take and interface all the Royal Rife, Hammerhead, Radionics, Scalar, Biophotonics, everything, and decided this should go portable. (laughs) And so he was one of the first people to start the interfacing of using cell phones, iPads and iTablets and putting the technology onto that as a software rather than me carrying around suitcases full of radionic equipment and, you know, $10,000, you know, Li-Fi, MiFi transmitters and hooking people up. So, you know, way back then this became just a pivotal part and then I teamed up eventually with Dr. Uh, Ariel Policano and she's at Genius Insight Health Apps. And we just went at it because I was also part of a a huge university, and I don't know if people have heard of it, but we actually do have integrative medical universities, and it was set up by a friend of mine, Dr. Paul Duran, who was a Canadian physician and part of transferring what we would call live blood cell technology into what we call in dark field into a computerized analog. And so I studied with them. And so that's the IQUM out of Hawaii is where they ended up moving out of their base. So I'm still part of that in there, and eventually I might finish my doctorate. <laughs> but uh, I'm one of the you know longest ones. I was actually asked to start and be a professor there years ago. But at that point, because of what the children were disclosing, I just knew we had to get a safe place. 
and I knew all the stuff about the straw man. I knew all the, that stuff, you know, about birth certificates and slavery and Saskatoon trust funds and Anunnaki's and, and Enki and NL. And, you know, I was taken to a Stargate actually in 2006 out in what, you know, as Hope Lytton, which was blown up all this like summer you know, for what was going on there with the basis and flooded and put radioactive materials into those lower parts of BC. And I was taken there by one of the um, expats, actually. And I was standing up in the courtroom, and I actually had my arm broken by a sheriff because I refused to submit to any matter, especially a lower court, as I saw it, and step over that bar and um, allow them to do what they were doing with their black Jesuit robes. And knowing about the pedophilia and what was going on. So I learned about 200 ways what not to say to the judge. And because of that, I was brought up and they, they taught me. My grandfather, my Gita, um, Peter, had always said, uh, you're from the Church of the Firstborn. You're very special, you know. And, and today we would translate into being, you know, one of the women of the clan. And then I spent, after that time, meeting with someone called Sergeant Patty Broussard, and Patrick Broussard was with the U.S. Army and special operations team that was called the Freedom Team out of going to Iraq way back in the 1990s and was part of dismantling the looking glass technology and the time travel stuff and was really integrative as an outside contractor doing wild stuff with NASA and computers and stuff. And so I learned all about, you know, nuclear material, biological warfare that was built into my biofeedback. So I really took a shift from, as you can say, being a mom or at home and neonatal nursing, you know, going into this whole thing and, and learning about, you know, what is law of the land, that type of thing, and got into spiritual nutrition and raw foods and hanging out with people like David Wolf and, you know, meeting incredible people like Dr. Gary Young. So I've been mentored, and then I got into the energy part of it with Matrix Energetics with Dr. Richard Bartlett. So eventually came at one point, which I was in Calgary when the whole, the sea thing came down. And um, I decided to go back to Saskatoon and help people there. And I started seeing a pattern. I started seeing that we were getting hot. I could start seeing the towers going up of the 5 and 6G, that type of thing. So I contacted people like Tony Pantelaresco, and I talked to people like Mark Steele at night, you know, to get educated up. And I started making proclamations as a clan mother. So in 2013, I wanted, because I'd been on the mass graves out of Kamloops, and I was taken there by the First Nations and some of the um, star elders as well. And I wanted to get Queen Elizabeth arrested. I saw that she was the nemesis to all of this, you know, being an Illuminati clan mother. And I went in and I put in for an international warrant of arrest. We put in 30,000 emails around the planet and things started rippling from there. People started contacting me and things went into operations basically for, you know, rescuing children and doing what we can. So that was kind of that kind of famous thing. And of course, then I put stuff in for, you know, no 5G, that type of thing, returning back to natural law, and that these areas were under what was called pre-flood, you know, Tartarian. I've actually held the copper plates in my hands, that the actual agreements with the Draco and Reptilian and these different things were on way before the Granada Treaty in 1956 with President Eisenhower, I might add. 
So the tribes had kept them here, and so we met, and we had a little meeting outside of Kamloops, and they marched them to Ottawa in 2013, and they smashed the copper plates. In other words, we have severed the contracts. We were not going to go forward with any more agreements with them. And from that point, these bloodlines and corrupt um, souls, entities, whatever you want to call them, became enemies of the nations. So that was a little bit of what I was starting with. And then, again, meeting with people like Gene Decode and other people, getting information, sharing. I also started hanging out with people like Judge Alfred Weber at newsinsideout.com. So if people want to see a lot of what I've done with Sergeant Broussard, it would have been, you know, the CERN blow up or what was going on, all the woo-woo stuff is at Project Incension, still online on YouTube. You can imagine after all these years, almost eight, ten years, and then News Inside Out is where I've done a lot of my research and development. So when I took the vaccine vials, I put them under the microscope a couple years ago, I might add. <laughs> and I used also my radionic equipment, being the genius biofeedback, to decipher what was in there that we couldn't see with our limited perceptions with the live blood cell machine. So then I hooked up with people, Dr. You know, uh, Robert Young as well. And, you know, started getting some places with uh, Lorraine Andres and Dr. Ariel Policano and developing step technologies that we would say for contact vaccinosis, which a friend of mine, Pamela Richardson, just went in at Rumble at Vaccine Choice Canada. I really highly encourage people to join that or look at that because at Rumble, that's where we're putting information and also for the genius biofeedback education that I teach every Thursday. So the most recent thing... I don't know if it's claim to fame or what it is, but with Judge Alfred Weber, we have just put out this week, and I've put into the chat room for people, they can go to peaceinspace.org, and if you look at that particular website, you're going to see people like Dr. Astrid Stuckelberger, myself, Magnus Olson, people that are involved in, you know, from MK Ultra to the Voice to Skull to all sort of targeting direct energy weapons that have been used as acts of war and crimes against humanity there. And we just put out something, and the most recent judge that was added to the repertoire here in our little basket is Pascal Najani, which is now put in on one piece of paper, just like I did when I went to Rust the Queen. We went in and made the complaint. He put it in Geneva, Switzerland, against the president of Switzerland. So there's been a lot of stuff, and... Many of the media have now picked it up in the last 24 hours. So those are some of the sites you can go to to take a look at. And that's all I have to say is thank you for being here. Thank you for your kindness, your invitation, and your openness and your understanding at this time. That's what we're all here for is to do act as peace and be peace activists and live according to, you know, a higher conscious and a higher law, hopefully. And, um, you know, resetting up visions for a new Earth. You know, this is a big pivotal time. We're going through solar flares coming in and CMEs coming in. And Shulman waves off the charts. And a lot of us are feeling a lot of the um, effects, you know, from people also that have been injected around us. I happen to be one that actually bleeds out every time I'm near someone. So um, it's not self-isolation. I'd call it more self-filtration. <laughs> you know, I'm filtering out you know, what could be in my environment that's clean. And I put something also in the in the chat room. A lot of people aren't aware of some of the atrocities that have really happened outside of just, like I said, the native First Nations, but is also the white tribes 
i.e. the persecuted people called the Dukobors and the Russians out here. They actually interned children out here. A lot of people aren't aware of it in the Kootenays. And it's a huge, huge thing. So I put that in the chat room for people. If they don't know about what happened to the Dukobors, also the Japanese were interned out here. Every little town and village here along the Slocan Lake between Revelstoke and, and Nelson, which is known as the infamous base Q552, you know, for what they do for bases here. This is where they experimented on a lot of the children. So this is something that we hope to stop. So if you have any questions or want to go in any direction from oils to the genius biofeedback to whatever, I'm open to speaking on any subject. I'll even give you my newest recipe for cashew cheesecake, whatever you'd like. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, so you've been busy. My head's yeah, swimming. Yeah, you can say that. My head's swimming because, I, I okay, uh, thank you, Annette, for introducing us. <laughs> She's one of our listeners that said, you guys got to get together. Mark, I want you to, uh, this genius thing that you guys started talking about when we were off air, that was mm -hmm. uh, interesting, and maybe it's something you want to start with, or it's up to you. Mark. Yeah, um, because the the uh, in this cosmic reality um, podcast and, and the shows here in this network, um, they use the spooky too. That's the everybody mm -hmm. knows the scalar thing. And so, before I knew about the spooky too, and I know Tony Pantelaresco's commented on that in regards to nanotech. But yep. uh, before this whole lockdown thing, I had listened to you and bought the Genius Biofeedback because of your YouTube interviews. Really? And, um, absolutely. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, the interviews are still there. One of my favorite ones was with Patriot Parabellum because this was, yeah. I think, like a year or two ago, and you had given a free um, a frequency because even before Brian Artis, you were talking about the Venoms, and I thought that was like, whoa, yeah. right? So, um, and you gave everybody a free, uh, like, five minutes in the middle of the interview, and you showed through the Genius Biofeedback all of the Venoms and the bio agents and just crazy stuff that's in the transfection shedding along with um, what's in the shot, right? I don't know if you can yeah. uh, go off on that. <laughs> okay, sure. For, well, you know, it's nice. It's interesting because, like, a lot of people have gotten the genius biofeedback, and I don't even know that. <laughs> You're one of them. So it's kind of funny. Like, you know, I will talk about yoni and vaginal steams and, you know, see that someone set up a clinic. I went, oh, this is really cool. You know, I'll go to thank them and just, you know, to send my congratulations, and they go, well, we should be thanking you. It's because I saw an interview that I researched the stuff all about vaginal and yoni steaming for men and women and children, and I set up this entire health center down here in Chicago or wherever, right? So it, it's kind of nice to see the fruits of, you know, my, my labor getting out there and, and people taking this seriously. But I, I'm really glad that you're part of the team, and I really encourage people to take their two weeks free you know, just go to geniusbiofeedback.com and take your demo. One of us or someone will give you a demo. We love to give you that experience. And from there, what's really amazing is there's a little thing that says start now and, and make sure you look at the manual because everyone goes, it's untrusted. I said, yeah, it's like a lawyer that can't screw you around with a trust account, you guys. But it just means to do a manual override, which means you just have to go into your settings and accept it and trust it there. But I really encourage you to do that because it's a wealth of information. And I love Dean Musar, you know. Dean's been a little dormant lately. He's had some adjustments he's doing in there. But I spent actually the last year 
in the Okanagan, not far from Dean, actually. I stayed at Dean's outside with my camper for a few days and got to know him and his wife and the children. And we just, you know, it was great because, you know, I went out camping as well. And because of that, when I went to go meet with all these guys, that's what started happening is people started dropping basically almost dead in front of me, literally. I had taken the vials and I had met with Lorraine Andres and Judge Alfred Weber and I taped it at newsinsideout.com and Dr. Ross Anderson was there. And he was one of the ones that I started doing from a distance a year before because he was one of the ones that touched his aunt that was injected. And he was basically dying in bed, rotting away. These people cannot get out of bed. It's like muscle wasting, depression, everything. But they don't have the energy. And this started happening over and over. People started collapsing. And they go, oh, it's high blood pressure. It's cancer. It's this, it's that. And I literally, on the last one, I mean, I've literally been in two places where people have dropped basically dead in front of me. And we've basically resuscitated them back. And people just... We don't want them going in the hospitals, and I happen to have the skills. So I ended up moving in with them for two, three months to literally frontline nurse and bring them back to health and, and doctor them or undoctor them because I have the technology. I have the amethyst crystal biomass. I have the enema bags with me. I have the biofeedback. And the amethyst crystal beds that we get at the Biomad e-store with Christina is huge. I had one in every one of my rooms in the centers always back then. It was just part of it when I did it with Galen. And, you know, I had five staff under me. You know, we were all trained in biofeedback and everything else. So to take the venoms and stuff, I knew about the venoms way back when. And then if you look at Project Incension and you go to the woo-woo stuff as I like it, but it's under... Um, Cliff, I didn't invite that term, I think we did. And contagious contact vaccinosis, I actually coined, by the way, because that's exactly what it is. It's contagion, it's nano-warfare, it's memitech, it's pentatech, it's stuff that, unless you have this kind of technology, you don't pick up completely. And, you know, how can you say, you know, I've got someone near me that, you know, forks are sticking to them and, and I start bleeding around them. You know, it's because they're radioactive and the biowarfare contagion is so powerful that unfortunately most people, their immune systems are dumbed down, knocked down, they've lost their senses and they can't detect that it's like they're the movie they live, you know. And some of us still have some senses. And so that's why I got into using things like the air purifiers. I think everyone should have a portable from Amazon or wherever, but it's a wearable negative ion air purifier because it cleans the environment around you for three feet but it's like a baby taser it gives you an electrical impulse so your hairs tend to stand up if someone's vaccinated near you so that's a really helpful thing and of course shungite i love i've been dealing with shungite forever <laughs> and ever and it was one of my favorite crystals in there it still sits in my water i go to spring water all the time i used to hang out with people like david wolf so it's amazing you know so um you know, I was in Saskatoon, but I've been mobile ever since. So I literally am out in the Kootenays, in what you call the Slocan Valley, out by the Sinai territory, where their matriarch is still living in a pit house underground, like an underground sod house, like every all our ancestors did, I think, you know, 100 years ago. You know, we tell it now it's an eco-house, but whatever. She's definitely in an earth-round house down there. And so, you know, there's like a gathering going on here. And I... I like to be in the center of it. This is one of the most probably safest places that we have up here. And you have access to 
water. So like Anastasia, I'm just totally surrounded by my cedars and all the other trees of the forest here. I have one of the cleanest waters and lakes on the planet. And everyone's into gift and barter here. So I think it's cool. So, but I'm glad that you got a chance to do that. And if people want to see what I do at, you know, with the genus, um, just go take a look at that. Go look at my YouTube channel. Go on Thursdays on Rumble. I'm the supper entertainment these days. <laughs> I don't know if you've joined one of our shows with Dr. Ariel Policano, but that's where I kind of, instead of having to host a show, which I've hosted many radio shows over the years, I was telling Nancy, uh, you know, from Wolf Spirit I was on, Revolution Radio, I had my own at uh, Pyramid One with uh, that for a while, and also Dark City Radio, so, and and blog talk, so I, I'm no stranger to this, but, you know, I like the interface of looking at people, so I tend to do probably still two or three actual shows, you know, as a guest in there, but if you want to join us on on any of those ones, just go to Gina's Biofeedback and go to the events, you'll see the calendar, but Thursday evenings are great, we bring in people like Dr. Robert Young, I'm bringing in Dr. Rima LeBeau. I'm bringing in uh, Dr. Astrid Steckelberger will be in pretty soon. Dr. Ariana Love. Anyone that I think that may have vital information to help with people. And, of course, all the stuff that happens in Ohio or happened at Hope is happening everywhere now. So I think everyone should have some sort of a radionic device. It's a little bit more specialized than I would say the Skio was or Indigo. It's definitely different than the Healy. Um, ACIO or even um, Spooky. I just find it's really, 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 really amazing. So, yeah, no, she goes away. Well, Spirit, yeah, she knows Dave. Um, actually, more as I did stuff with JP, um, Captain Max Steele, Patty Broussard back then, Open Your Mind Radio. And I, I am a basis conference speaker, by the way. If you go back with Miles Johnston, go back. I am the basis number like 49 and 50. <laughs> So back with Harold Katzvala, uh, Max Spears, and all those kind of super soldiers, Stephen D. Kelly, all that, been there, done that. <laughs> so, uh, but now I just focus on living simply and enjoying myself and consulting people. I mean, I still see people every day. I see clients all over. I was in like you know Switzerland last night, and you know Saskatoon, you know, and somewhere else. So. I think it's important to do that and to be humble and to help people the best we can. So I still don't have a bank account or a driver's license to this day after like, you know, two decades almost. <laughs> so I think it's a fun way to live, but that's me. So, But tell me about your experiences. Like, I, you know, what would you like to know if you have questions about, um, you know, the genius or, you know, raw foods. I'm all about alkalinity right now. People getting into findaspring.com. I think it's so darn important. People have access to clean water. And findaspring.com was set up by David Wolf and another friend of mine, Daniel Vitalis. So take a look at that. And if you can't find one or the spring has gone down, find out who's bottling the water in your state area or wherever you are, province. Because they usually know where access, they're usually siphoning off some spring water. But right now, I'm helping beta test with Ryan and Dr. Paolo Cano and another brilliant woman. If you haven't heard of Dr. Um, Deborah Drake out of Ontario, she's amazing, out of the Toronto area. She's been a long-timer like myself in the biofeedback, and she's got many doctorates. But she's one of our also lead trainers as well. And we've been working with a lot of the new technology with the 
terahertz. So if you go to Genius Biofeedback and you can Google not just under the biofeedback itself and do your free trials, but you'll see that we have many. We have Rife technology for, you know, a couple hundred dollars. You can get an app. You can get for water potentizing and structuring that's available. We have also called an Odyssey, which is also voice activated. And that voice activated one is just a preload. So it's more similar to what you would know as the Healy or the Spooky. So you would just, um, or kind of like the Vega machines, I guess. You would just put the voice in and it's got, you know, do you need something for airway? Do you need something for digestion? And it will just run the frequency codes, like all the Rife codes for it. So that's kind of nice. But what it does is it interfaces, and if you go again, Genius BioVBAC, you're going to see a link that goes to what's called PEMF technology. And Ryan, rather than these scalar beds where you would have to go into attacking bed chambers and pods, he decided to put it right into a wrist wearable. And so you could put this actually on, and it starts converting all the sound into a LED biophotonic biomodulator. So big fancy words for it means it starts pulsing the light and the sound and electrical magnetics. There's like almost like a baby radionic Tesla coil in here. And I have never seen such changes as I have in my clients. Their actual blood is changing. So I showed that to Dr. Robert O'Young. I said, we're on to something. I am really on to something because it's cleaning the blood. It's changing the blood when it gets very stick and thicky, as you guys are all seeing what happens with the injected or even now the uninjected, all the pure bloods, blood is starting to look disgusting too. And we're seeing a lot of that technology that's interfacing in and it's a contagion. And so this has been helping because what it does is it increases the nitric oxide and it just pulses massive amounts of oxygenated and magnetics in there. So these are my new toys. And then the core box just came out. I know a lot of people have seen those. I don't know if you've seen them, the iTero ones, but we have a different supplier. And these suppliers are different because what it does is rather than having a blue light, which just does nothing, ours actually puts out red light, blue light, at a certain nano wave, it can run a mineral shield through it. Essential oils can be put into the core box, and it runs terahertz. So we're having people, the blood is changing. They've got chronic diseases, skin, psoriasis going. I've got my girlfriend's actually. You can also terahertz a one <laughs> and wand the water now. So I'm playing with so many technologies, plus what we call different, what you call replicator technology. So kind of like Star Trek, we all talked about it, you know, put something in and get something out instead of 3D printing. But you can actually transfuse or time travel or frequency imprint on some of these plates and make remedies. So, when, for example, people will use patches. I don't need to pay for that because I can put the crystal, the patches, the water, uh, glasses could be put on anything onto these vortex generators. And basically, voila, you've got like a homeopathic made you know, through that, that I don't have to pay thousands of dollars for or saving people hundreds, if not thousands of dollars with their supplements. So those are amazing what we can do. And so a lot of these things too, um, they've been giving like, you know, and someone's talking in there um, in the, I'm watching the chat room. I just got in here. Um, the the bioweapon shots were given to people. I mean, we know that they were forcing some children. They definitely forced people into the nursing homes. I know people that, you know, you didn't just take it. You didn't have to take it. There's one thing when you've got no defenses and you're being jumped, like, you know, in a psych ward where they're coming at you. There are other people that I have that were close friends of mine in the truth movement that went in for something very benign and never came out. 
you know, a little foot infection, and, you know, next thing you know, that, that days later, they're, they're not making it. That's ridiculous. So we also know that the PCR test and many other forms were the vectors as well that contain the graphene hydroxide and many other type of nanofemi pentatech-type things. And so people that were actually put the nose swab or put it in their mouth are actually is contaminated, which I've been trying to educate the frontline nicers and the frontline doctors here and the um, justice for the vax people. I've been with all of them. Malthouse, I'm in behind Vaccine Choice Canada too every week with Ted Malthouse. Um, Dr. Mel Boucher, I've been on stage with out in the Okanagan. So you don't see me going out too often or, you know, with the Chris Sky kind of people because, again, these rallies are getting targeted. So it's so nefarious. If you look up, and I suggest people do because it's coming to your area, whether you like it or not, what happened in British Columbia in a place called Hope and Lytton, they flattened Lytton. They flattened the entire town just like they did at Paradise, California. And in Lytton, basically just outside of it, between Penticton and the back in there, behind Hope, which everyone heard about the fires and, and the floods this year, well, hooey, pooey, pooey. That was actually direct energy weapons, and the councils went in and... They were taking out the deep underground trafficking, adrenal centers, illegal nuclear facilities that were laid down with the, you know, cover story of the Alaska Highway. So in there, I had the vegetation was blackened. I had people that were burning, blistering. They were bleeding out their rectums. They were bleeding all over. I mean, it was losing their hair. It was the worst thing I, I think I'd seen since Chernobyl, Fukushima and all that rolled into one. And they covered it up here. And they didn't know what to do, so they flooded it. So I've been looking after the victims of that. So it's happening in every area right now. There's radiation, many forms of it. So that's about getting people educated, using the biofeedback, using aloe vera, uh, making suppositories, making yoni vaginal herb tampons for women, and definitely shungite is part of it. But it's a huge specialty in it in itself just to be able to do that. So I also made radiation libraries and made the venoms everything you're talking about mark those ones were mine that i made up for the genus biofeedback we have twenty thousand therapists so you know i make sure that we have that into place and i stripped everything off the old machines and also embedded them into the genius biofeedback so again any therapist can make their library so unlike a lot of things where you buy a certain uh device and it just emits certain like sulfidio tones not ours they're all custom so you can keep adding it we have you know all sorts of things i got all the raw foods i got chocolates from david wolf i might have a zeolite in there anything that i've made i took the the ticks and cadavers that they injected as bioweapon vectors so for example i took the ticks out of saskatoon put them on the plate reverse engineered it and started making like lime remedies <laughs> which works really well for people with cancer and everything else but those are the type of things that i do in the background so, you know, and getting this out to the people, this is education we need, and especially after what we're seeing happen in Ohio. I don't know if you guys know, but the original water, I'm sitting on the water. That's why I'm up here. I'm at the very headwaters. All the water flows down to you guys in the States. So where I am right now, the Columbia Water Basin has like got lots of dams that will have to be opened up eventually, too. But they feed all the way down the West Coast, and my one at Cypress Elk Water out there between Saskatchewan and Alberta is what you call the Mississippi, Missouri. 
So if we don't protect the waters here and you don't have a clan mother standing, everyone would be like more than hooped. So there's a, a secondary reason why I'm in this area. And, you know, I, I look back, like I was talking with you now, seeing ago, like looking at all the um, Dukabors and, you know, it was our bloodlines that were actually put into internment camps here. You know, people don't realize that. They were interning our people for a long time, you know. So not no more. It stops here, like not on our watch. So I'm doing what little I can here. Can I just so. interrupt you for a second? Would you please tell them the story of the Russians that are your ancestors that ended up there? Okay, well, in here, I want everyone to look up Dukabors. There's a great video. It's called Dive in Canada. I'll put it in the chat room. It's called the Russian cult that declared war on British Columbia is the way they slide it here. But they were actually um, the Russians that left there and the original, some of the bloodlines, the czars, Zarinas. And I'm not talking about, and I'm AB positive, by the way. If anyone has a question, you should know your blood type. And if you don't know your blood type, for gosh sakes, don't go to a doctor. But go get an Eldon card, E-L-D-O-N. Know what your blood type is. Because that's very, very important. This is a bloodline war that's going on right now. This bloodshed and, and what's going on is all about this. So what happened, they were called the, um, basically the uh, sons, what if you call it, daughters, whatever you call it, freedom. They had left in those areas. They were people that were actually, I would call the spiritualists in there. And in the spiritualists, you could even go to Wikipedia. They were... And I don't want to go, like, I mean, they've changed over the years. And there was a large mecca of them right where I was. So when my ancestors came over and I traced all my stuff through family line and blah, blah, blah. And I did some of the actual Ukrainian-Russian extraction um, through the LDS church, actually, through the family search thing to actually preserve some of the records um, that we could. So I actually saw the passenger list where my um, great-grandfather came in. Uh, Theodore Lusick. So when they came over here, they settled in a place called Kreider, north of Saskatoon, in the Krinahiwak area, right by what's called Muskeg Lake. But in there, there was a large settlement also of the Russian Dukapors, which means the spirit warriors. (laughs) So they rejected the Catholic, the Vatican, the Orthodox priesthood, and their satanic rituals. And they were persecuted all the way through, and so they left actually the Russian area and Siberian areas and came and migrated, as you call Canada, in the early 1900s, 18 and 1900s. And they were, you know, catechized as, you know, heretics, right? Because you know, they rejected materialism and like the Khazarian mafia and the bankers. Okay, so they came over here and they said, no, you need to have an internal faith in here. And over the centuries, they came in and, you know, they still use different things in here for their beliefs of change. But basically, they date back before the 1700s. And we know about Tartaria. We know about the mud flood cities. So let's start thinking they started living in what you call eco-villages or Anastasia would call sacred kin domains. Right? We would call an eco-village today. Okay? So that's kind of where they started. And, of course, they ate all their, you know, basanka and borscht and everything else and brought their, their traditions over here. So... I actually went to, like, the Duke of Bordeaux, but unfortunately, this is something, and I know you said you talked about historian stuff, but I found something, because I went up there. They only have Duke of Bordeaux, just north of um, Saskatoon, by the Petrovka Bridge. So Petrovka is where I went to go get my spring water, you know. 
And Petrovka is that whole thing was settled by the Russian kind of Dukobor Ukrainian area. Now, the interesting thing, you know, when I went back to go look at, you know, my Baba's, great Baba's homestead or her, her sacred kin domain is still there in Kreider. <laughs> I said, don't you dare sell it. You can't do it. It's a heritage site because I'm still a clan mother. As long as there's one drop of blood, you're not allowed to do that. And I know what law of the land is and clan mothers rule the nations, not the presidents. And as long as you have the original people with a loyal title, which a clan mother does, doesn't matter if you're white or you're indigenous, we have the same amount of authority. And there was 13, a council of 13 clan mothers and 13 tribe women. And as long as I'm doing it, this is the way that goes down. So those Dukobors came in there. And this is amazing, Nancy. It would blow your mind. I went into there because they were only allowed on Saturdays to have their Dukobor days. And of course they made the breads and everyone, I mean, everyone came from all over because they still have the ovens, like, you know, the clay ovens, they're doing things. They're in their traditional garb, right? And they've got the prayers and all this sort of thing. And what happened is that they were, basically the, the government of Saskatchewan took all their artifacts, which is unlawful, and they were only allowed to bring their artifacts out like for four Saturdays in July, right? So you'd have to go there for the day and spend it with them. So they had the old plows and everything else and the horses, and they did kind of a, a marriage thing, and you got to go into the prayer houses and everything else. But I saw that the MPs and the MLAs were there, and I started reading some of the documents because they have it like a little museum with the you know all the paraphernalia that comes out, like the old you know cradles and and food and you know the artifacts they did when they first came over. They were living in sod you know, sheds, basically, the first winter here. So in here, I looked at it, and there was a treaty I found. I took a picture of it. It was mind-blowing because that treaty, which was really a legal contract, was the same thing that they had done to the Kree-Nahilwak and the other, uh, like, native ones. And basically, they had a treaty. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they broke the treaty because they put him into basically like a, a reserve, and gave them this land as a reserve, like a payoff. And I was like, oh my gosh, I never knew this till I'd seen this piece of paper. No wonder they're trying to hide everything, you know. And it's the same thing when I went into just Nelson, like, to look at the artifacts and go into the museums, right? I found where the Catholics came over here and invented a Wawa language that was basically with the people here, the tribes. They taught them a, di uh, a diplomatic shorthand, basically. And that's how they started trying to communicate and take their things away from them. And the Camelot's Wawa, I found the records of it from the Jesuits here. It was done in Nelson. It's, it's in the basement. I know where it is. Been there, done that, seen that. So these are not, like, they're contracts, but they're not treaties. And even in Canada, all those areas of reserve, one, two, three, four, five, whatever, bullshit. Because they weren't authorized by anyone that had authority to do it. They weren't done with any of the clan mothers. And out here in British Columbia, this is a huge matriarchal center. That's why I'm out here. These are all matriarchs. They still know that, whether it's the, the Haida Gwaii or the, you know, Shwetmak or the Sinaiaks, but there's also us white, <laughs> us white tribal people out here. And, I mean, it, it's just insane what was happening here. As they came through the, the Cossacks, uh, Cossacks Mountains and everything else, and they started their revivals, but they were so persecuted when they came here in not only the prairies, they got pushed out of the prairies. And like the KKK, which actually is, by the way, means to kill the clans. I'm not part of the KKK. The KKK is here to kill us. That's what they do. It means KK is the assassins of. 
So once they got out of the prairies, basically um, there was things that had to do with the Dominion Military Act in the early 1900s, and they immigrated and they sent many different colonies all over the place. Saskatchewan was one, Rosslyn was another, and of course after that wasn't enough. Peter Verrigan, who was part of their, one of their leaders, they actually bombed him. They blew him up, basically, and they assassinated the leaders, these Russian leaders, these these simple people in here that came home to set up, you know, basically eco-villages here. And then what happened is because the people tried to protest this or revolt as they could, when they came to the early 1900s in here, what happened is that he got lots of land here in what's called the Slokan Valley in Castlegar. And there's actually a Russian Dukovor museum in Castlegar you might want to take a look at. But it was very close to the U.S. border in what they call Grand Forks. But after he was killed in a bomb explosion en route to British Columbia. At this point, I lost my internet. And it took a few minutes before Walt took over the station and they began streaming again. So right now we're going to put in a break song and try to catch up with the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Um, are, are we live? Because um, according to the uh, chat room, there's Not there's at issues. this time. Yeah, they're saying not at this time. Okay. You're live. You're live. Okay, live great. Now? Thank yep. you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Karen, can, can you, can you give us now? your um? Yeah. I'll ask them. Okay. Okay, great. Okay, the contact information is calm. K A L M thirteen at Proton Mail. Second one is Clanmother thirteen at Gmail, and that's with a K. And then the other thing is K.A. Lusick on Facebook, Karen Ann McDonald on Facebook. I'm on MeWe, Alignable, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Telegram, and Signal. So there's no lack of ways to get a hold of me. And I still see people because a lot of people want their ores done. They want to see if they've been jumped. They want to see what the remedies are. They want to look for the radiation. I can look for stuff like that and at least do some stuff. What we cannot do at this time is unvax anyone. And that, that I just want to make clear. There is no way. What we're doing is a bandage approach, and all my stuff is at Rumble with that type of idea. If you want and you Google Karen McDonald with Genius Biofeedback, you'll see that I did a whole thing on building the immune system. But more importantly, is there is many pages Dr. Policano has made of remedies for spike, protect, and same thing, whatever we're dealing uh, with right now. But the, the spooky people have a huge library which are antidote okay. frequencies for the vaccines for the different from the from the different uh, sources of vaccine. I'm going to differ with you. Walt, we, hang uh, on, you guys. You guys, yeah, we're I'm going to differ that we've got those. We've got frequencies that are assistant. What you're not seeing is is the change in there um, because of the mutation, and that's what no one's addressing. We've got also some of these machines, and Tony Pantelaresco and myself, Sergeant Passard, have always said. Certain things like ivermectin, carbon C60, C60, the shungites and stuff, that way can actually make it worse, as can frequencies. We know that certain frequencies can actually trigger it into a stealth and make these conditions like Morgellons worse. So I'm really more about what we can do, and we have to watch because sometimes we see these frequencies can trigger it as well. That's why I'm very much about doing it through water or other technologies rather than hooking people up. 
and those libraries that we see on there, I think we need to be recumbent and use some discernment and also proper law terminology. We're not reversing the vaccine damage. And anyone I can see in the microscopes, I'm under the microscopes, I see what this does. And I see what happens with contact vaccinosis. We can run all the scalar wave or rife or radionics into people or hammer herd, whatever you want to say. You can also trigger things as well. And that's some of the things that people are not addressing properly in these communities and looking at the whole thing about the stealth technology. You can see very clearly on Dr. David Nixon's live blood cell, like we found as well, is that you can have something here at a certain frequency, it won't show up. You can put in 4G, then 5G, it disappears at, 6G, it does something else, 7G, 8G. And now we have them flashing like Christmas lights at us. So the idea of anyone that, you know, making a blanket statement that it's reversing or it does a vaccine clearance, I think is needs to be addressed properly. Because well, can I know- you take over the station? I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I've been messaging you. I'm trying to get you to take over the station because we're not broadcasting. Well, I told I, w- I was told that we are. Okay, so the not here to check. right now. Yeah, that's what we're trying to check. I got Nancy on the phone. Because well, I never go to the station. Yeah, there you are. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. I can hear. I can hear you talking. Well, oh. someone says it's an amazing show. So <laughs> <laughs> Someone okay, likes perfect. Then we'll just keep going. Then it looks like it's continued on its own in the background. So all yeah, they can they can hear. They're telling me they can hear me. Thank you for that. I appreciate guest whoever you are that you think is I'm amazing today. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I I think that's one of the things too. There are many different devices, no different than I've got the SKU device with bio warfare and everything else. I've got a thirty thousand dollar machine that actually, quite frankly, sits in my camper, and the other half is in my my storage unit right now, because I like what I can do portably with this and add into this. So I think. It's more about the training of people, and that was always an issue with me, is that a lot of people were not trained. Way back in the day, I actually had to be trained as a certified biofeedback therapist. We had to know anatomy, physiology, all sorts of things as well. So, like I said, we have bona fide things. These machines are going out too, and that's why we think we need to definitely get better training. So, like, that's some of the things Dr. Ariel Pelicano is addressing. So, not just getting machines and up and running. I mean, it's nice that we can get in the public versus just, you know, the elite or the professional clinics hounds, but that does become an issue too. And I don't want any of my, I do not take on people that are vaccinated as a rule because I know about stealth technology and I can get into the whole spiritual part about the soul harvesting, which is going on. And it's like trying to remote view into a dumb, you really don't know on the arconic thing. And then there's a whole part about the spirituality of, as people think breaking the contracts or neuro-linguistic programming or what we talk about with the black goo is trying to break the contracts with the people that actually in, injected them. And it's kind of like AA, you got to admit your 12 steps that you were wrong and go through that. Because right now we're seeing a huge backflash and Pascal Najadia to, um, trying to go after the former minister of health in Switzerland and also you know, now the president of Switzerland. We're going after these people. And there really isn't diplomatic community because their common law hasn't been working. But this one, this committee's got my backing and my blessing. So I sit and I, I read thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of pages of law briefs just in there and make sure that it, it's okay from our end, from a treaty perspective, because there really isn't any functional clan mothers anymore. 
And they're starting to pop up, like, you know, people, the salmon, and all these people think they can just put a woman in and call her a clan mother, like the CEO of a company or the vice president, like, you know, kiss mine, because it's all MTD a related and my my genetics i've got seals and and genetics that go back forty five thousand years from an unbroken line of genetics so a lot of people they're using this whole thing now as you know clan mothers or you know the queens of canada or whatever you know without actually knowing what they're talking about because they're not watching something called tribal laws mr meredith quinn or they don't have the proclamations or the teachings from the previous generations but also at Project Incension, we were clearly able to show those artifacts that are on stone or on copper plates that go back to things like 3130 BC. That was the last agreement with the Draco. Well, guess what? It's been broken. So anyone that has now taken prescriptions or injections or anything like that that's mutated DNA or corrupted it with a viral and not the per se virus, but as in computer terms, you've put a virus into your program you have now mutated it. And those are some of the things that, you know, it's like trying to say I've slept with someone, but I'm still a virgin. So when people start telling me that they're doing actually a, a vaccine reversal, mm -mm. we can take down loads of different things, but to actually completely, it's like saying I'm a virgin. Well, I actually slept with someone. I still have sperm in there. We know even, you know, that through telegony. And Anastasia talks about very specifically about the radiation and, and the genetics and the telegony. And that's what people are not addressing here, you know, on that. So I think that's something, that's why I suggest people are not supposed to be intercoursing. They should be courting versus dating. They need to do blood types. And if we have to go back to wearing tartans or something and figure out everyone's bloodline, then we better figure that out because you're not supposed to be sleeping with your own bloodline, nor are you supposed to be intercoursing with RH positive and negative. So we need to get those things uh, factored back into our brains here so that we can get this planet and the peoples and everything back on track because it, it's gone to hell in a handbasket and we'll see how we can pull it off. So the technology is part of it because part of it is for, I think, whether any machine or any device, and I have several of them here. I've got five or six devices in my place. I don't just rely on one. And there are many excellent ones out there, you know, and the ohm cubes and everything else, they're all great. But everyone's got a specialty in their own thing, but we have to be very careful as to what we're doing. So this is why I think there, there's, it's a specialty, and I actually am for actually quarantining a lot of the people. There were some that were given on bloodlines, the military intervened with and actually to protect those bloodlines they got um saline injections it's not that this was a you know a, you know coincidence sort of thing so those are things that you know a lot of people aren't aware of you know in there even how you know what really happened down in ohio and how you know the navy seals interfered with stuff so you know the rest of the populations couldn't be further um subjected to what's going on so it, it's just in there, but that's one of the things in here. And I know with the libraries and same thing with the Vega machines and everything else, there are a large amount of libraries, but what I'm finding is that there's a lack of proper training and without the anatomy and physiology or teaching that stealth technology of viruses and how they operate, you can do a disservice. So it's not that you're putting a client into getting a Herx reaction or you know, going into an overload but they're not teaching the alkalinity, they're not teaching the elimination, 
the uh, yoni steams, the vaginal steams, the enemas, colemas, and colon hydrotherapy to remove the technology or putting implants in. Like for women, all women should know how to do yoni pearls. All men and women should be knowing how to do aromatherapy suppositories. And then if you want a frequency, do that secondary-wise. That's a much safer way. Because like I said, a lot of people are not aware that they can actually create that. So, you know, it's just a technology that people haven't been trained in long enough, you know. And, and that's been my experience. I've seen this over and over and over with thousands of clients that I've done over 20 years, two decades. So, And, uh, you know, and I don't know what you guys have found, but that's been definitely great across the board. So that's why we went into trying to do a, a virtual school system. And same thing Dr. Paul Duran has done through the university. We actually are putting out bona fide quantum doctors. I always wanted to be a cutie rather than an MD. But... Um, you know, the quantum doctors are being put out right now, too, and they have been for about a decade. So it's nice to see the advancements there as well, you know, and getting some basic education, I think, is definitely a must. And the idea that we can put it out for free for the most part is excellent. So I really encourage that. That's why we've set that up. You know, I'm not as long as you're kind of passed down when I first started in radionics and stuff like, you know, 20 years ago. Basically, it was all word of mouth. I mean, these were underground machines that were made illegal half the time. But, we, you know, we've come a long way. And that's actually, it was one of the first people, that's how these IQIMs and universities came, because I, I challenged the authority, I challenged their schools, I challenged a lot of that stuff, you know, in there. Because I think it is critical to have some uh, background into basic physiology of how um, our systems operate, even from an energetic point of view. And it's, it's growing and developed developing field and i think that's why i really uh am so supportive of what sergeant patty brassard has taught me but also tony pantelaresco um brian has been in there and all that as well because we've seen that and people with morgellons you can really see when you've looked after people like that that's why they're trying so many different types of technology to see if we can make it inert and we just don't have it because a lot of this is remote controlled and like i said a lot of people think that you're going to be safe in a mountain environment, well, that's hooey because you can go into a lot of these areas where you think you're outside the 5G grid. I mean, I know where the maps are. I know where to go to and where the towers are and how many there are and where to go. But you can actually go into these, and this is where they've got the, you know, 7, 8, 9, and 20G towers hidden in Canada for sure. And you can go into a no-cell phone service, and actually all my meters will trip off, RF, EMF, beta, gamma, <laughs> you know. And these are things, too, that people should have in their areas, you know, not just the, the medical equipment, but you need to do it. And I can feel the environment. I don't need it. I can feel the stuff before my actual monitors trip off. So I think we need to take a look at that and get back down there and, you know, look at the seeds and, you know, the different kind of radionic machines will be helpful maybe in doing frequencies into the seeds, just like putting it in your mouth for nine minutes, like with the saliva before you plant you know, and getting the appropriate type of um, greenhouses or underground pit houses for growing was the original way to do it in a hydroponic form because the radiation and, and people just don't talk about things like 6G, which they should. You know, that's why I've got chicken wire all around posted out here too is because that's another deflection for 6G. So these are things that we need to, I think, come together with all the different groups and modalities and start teaching and sharing. And that's what I'm looking forward to. But I think the next couple of months are going to be pretty integral in doing that. A lot of people aren't prepared 
you know, if they need to go capping or, you know, they don't have the idea, especially with the FEMA camps or the 15-minute cities, it's becoming a reality in many different areas right now. So, and I don't know if anyone's got any questions. If you guys have questions or from the audience, they have questions as well, so. Well, I just want to say that I lost the internet, so there was an interruption, um, and I just came back on, so I'm not, I lost quite a few minutes of the, of the, uh, show and we blew through the um, the break thing but we're you know are you all right you can go for the next you know half an hour or so oh I'm bushy tailed I'm okay <laughs> all right Walt you there yeah my, I had my microphone muted okay um, do you have any questions or any you know comments or any observations that you'd like to ask Karen um, I would uh, I would ask her if she'd be willing to try one of the resonators because uh, she's not aware of the Shanghai resonator that I make, which have a, a radius of three, depending on the resonator, from three to five hundred mile radius, because uh, the resonator generates a toroidal field, mm -hmm. and uh, I, the, a lot of the people that are buying it, it's because they are affected by the five G, four G system. And mm -hmm. uh, one of my first clients was a lady in Singapore. And mm -hmm. She felt that when it, when it came online, because she immediately felt the impact on her. And when, right. she, when she got the unit, it stopped. So, so now instead of leaving it at home, wherever she goes, she carries it in her purse. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, would you be interested in, in trying it out? Oh, I'm not interested. I'm excited. How is that? <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> but, you know send me your your. In your shipping address and I'll send you a unit. Yeah, no, that would be great. I think, and I am one of those people that are very, very highly sensitive, right? I have ESP. I have extrasensory perception, which I thought should be normal for everyone. But, you know, I carry those devices as well, too. I've got the air purifiers. I, I've worn that. Um, and I carry these things in my purse as well. You know, I'm not that out often you know in there but i mean i'm actually going to tackle a flea market here on a weekend just to help the people in the area right because i can actually contain and make the tables far enough back for people but i've been doing scalar waves i used to do them all for the body soul spirit expos up here for western canada for their health shows okay. so okay not to interrupt i'm going to interrupt <laughs> okay um derek are you there do you have anything that you wanted to ask or or you know um, no, because I'm actually taking a bunch of notes here. I've got everything from a genius <clears throat> inside app to a uh, spring water. She's covering it all, to be honest. I'd hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to get a little bit of everything. But, you know, in here, I think it's really important people get these type of things. Another one I really think is brilliant, too, is Marcus Rothkrantz and Kara Brotman. Um, Marcus Rothkrantz as well has been down in the, he's in the Vegas area now, but he was also a consult because of his nutrition background. We know like Anastasia, a lot of this can be somewhat assisted, we'll say, with the proper foods. It's not just fasting and juicing and black lemonade with the activated charcoal and that type of thing. And different you know bentonite and zeolite waters and stuff but the radionics are really important i've used a lot of that and i put um heavy geode crystals and stuff on the areas with our different kinds of plates because we have probably about five or six different kind of plates and transmitters i have that 
interface with the genius. They really didn't talk that much about it, but very much. And so if we have anything and we're all coming together, I'm doing some stuff with David Wolf and Lars at the Body Mind Institute and uh, Helena Riley. We just did a huge um, sound summit, you know, for that as well. So I think it's really important. I'm really appreciative of um, your offer here, Walt, because I'm absolutely like the more we can put things together and play with the better that we're going to be. And because we've got, you know, so many people of our original bloodlines here, mm-hmm. you know, I would love to have, I mean, if this cute quantum financial system, I seriously have got a, a dream place location, not far from here <laughs> that I would be to me, the assistant. I'm not one to go. I want to go into contract with the military you know, and do the NDAs and do all this kind of stuff with the dumbs and what they want to do with some of the four places that they got in Canada. The important thing that I want you to test because you are energy sensitive is that the right now I have three different kinds of resonators on my website, which one is for the anything that's driven by electricity, anything that's driven by electricity. And another one puts out the essence energy of Ho'oponopono. And the last yep. one is the one that puts out the essence energy of the fifth dimensional sun, which is like what I call the Surya resonator. Uh, yep. But each one specifically for that essence energy that they're putting out, they're putting out a fractal field, which is the yep. way that nature works. That's why yep. it's so healthy when you're in a, in, a, in a forest, because anything, everything is fractal in nature. When you're in a city, nothing is fractal. <laughs> so that's, the the resonator the type of energy it puts out it's like you're in, in nature in that sense there's a lot mm-hmm. of correction that's happening because it's putting out a fractal field i mean that let's face it when when you're living in a city that this what what's fractal nothing everything is it's the energy feels wrong because mm-hmm. of that so that's since you are energy sensitive i want you to, uh so far all i get is positive feedback so but I would really appreciate uh, feedback from someone who's so so sensitive as you. Yeah, no, I found I was dealing also with a friend, um, Carrie Smith in Vancouver, and he's got uh, EMX solutions as well because he's dealing with the biogeometry mm-hmm. end of it with that type of thing. And again, those are things that we're plugging in as well into some of our libraries. Like, you know, we've got, it doesn't matter if it's Young Living's, we've got every supplier probably almost on the planet, I think, in there now. But even the books like the I Ching, the, the emotion codes, the, you know, biogeometry, or, I mean, I was dealing with some friends at Isogenics, you know, on the island. And uh, Frank Pluto said, hey, I'll put in your Isogenics stuff as long as they're clean you know, from no animal um, components. So I think that's important. And so I really look forward, you know, to looking at some of that because once we use these things as um, scalar transmitters or generators in the area, and, you know, you're talking where we can start, you know, effacing large amounts of stuff. Like we, we do land clearings too. We've put in the pictures, not only the planet, but, you know, when it came to Ohio, um, getting the water, getting the clean part of it, you know, and we had like 20,000 therapists going on with their machines and radionics because we had... Did, Stop there. Did uh, Mark or Nancy tell you about our, our experience with the Black Sea? No, I'm open to that. They White had sea, a, Black Sea. <laughs> they, what happened, uh, if, Nancy, please correct me. I, I don't remember if it was three or four years ago where we had um, uh, the scientist lady from Russia, uh, Sophia Blank, who lives in Brooklyn, contacted us because mm-hmm. they were having a problem in the Black Sea. The spirogyra uh, uh, algae 
there was an overgrowth of it and it was suffocating the, the, the marine life. Like for example, the fishermen depended a lot on, on crab fishing and that was dying off. So right. I, I, I asked for the address, the location of the affected area and mm -hmm. by using both the positive and the negative photo of the place, I, right. I projected my Power One device on it and uh, I finally, I don't really forget how many months went by because of the because of the language <laughs> obstacle. We we have a hard time getting messages across. Sometimes we we need. It was not. It was not months. It was weeks. Oh, weeks! Wow. Yeah, and it was so strange because not to interrupt, but it was so strange because we when we're dealing with uh, the Russians, and we this is a number of times we've done these things. It's a translation problem and a communication problem, and mm -hmm. you can't get them to tell you what happened once you gave them the device and initially. But then we started doing it remotely because we weren't getting any feedback, <laughs> and so the only reason that we know that it worked was because we got a message from them. The water is turned translucent. The crabs are back. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and uh, you know, yes, but he, he's, uh, he's got, he, he, you'll have a good time with these things. It's uh, a, a whole science in and of itself. Um, Mark, do you have anything to, to ask? Because you were the one that, had so many different questions. Yeah. So yeah. Just, so just um, um, echo there. Echo there. Echo. Echo. <laughs> We're both echoing. We're both echoing. <laughs> anyway, I'll anyway. I'll just ask. Um, in the chat, uh, Yasmin's asking um, the contamination from the test. If someone only got a couple of tests done, can a healthy body handle that on its own, or is more targeted therapy needed? Again, as I said, um, if you look at what we've been able to found, I'm not the only one, but my esteemed colleague, Dr. Robert O. Young, Dr. Ariana Love, and many other people, Dr. Nixon now have shown quite how it's in there. It's not really any different than the, the injection. And so it just can't handle it on its own. I've got people that just took the PCR test and half the cutlery tray is sticking to them. Part of the problem, too, is uh, some of the stuff is the some of them we don't know. I mean, it's like being a targeted individual with a TI is that some of these people, the souls are being harvested. So there's a whole other thing on this. It's like a contract. We're trying to do that. And I know there's the Lyrans, the Octarians. My, my connection are usually to the Octarians, obviously. But Lyrans, um, some of the Pleiadians and other things, Syrian High Council, I know they're starting some different waves and um, different pickups. We've got biospheres you know, whether you want to call like 5D planets, 4D planets, whatever, people and souls are being relocated. So definitely you would have to do something. I'll go right now and I'll get that stuff for you. My spike protect is the same thing. Almost all of us are very similar. What I am differing on is no carbon C60. I don't want anything. Or, you know, when you get the silvers at 20,000 parts per million, you can do some extreme damage. And then the other thing as well, you know, is ivermectin and HCQ. I mean, people just don't know how to read a label, at least on the injections. It said very clearly, <laughs> no information is available. It said intentionally blank. So, I mean, they should all be charged for crimes against humanity, anyone that participated in this genocide. But what happened with the PCR and the ivermectin is, you know, you can Google ivermectin side effects. 
they're made by Pfizer. It's made by BlackRock. Like when you know about frequency and how they do stuff, they put those things onto frequency plates too. You're not just getting little horse paste up your ass, you know? So that starts also going in with the allopathic and the contracting, you know, it's how many people just stayed away, like completely au natural, you know, that's what we're looking for. So yeah, you would have to be doing cleansing on there. I'm not a big fan. I like doing, I like, I'm not a big one of having to do ozone IV. There are many ways to do it without doing it, but at least IV ozone and Ibu would be other options for people. Again, like IV chelation, a lot of this is expensive. It's two, $3,000. I'm not a big fan of doing EDTA and other kind of things that are like chemotherapy and can leave residual um, chemicals in the body, you know, that type of thing. So I would definitely go in here. I'll look right now, and if I go into Rumble, you can just Google me. I've done lots, but if you go to the, I'll go to my Genius Biofeedback Research and Education on Rumble, and I'll get you the PDF in there. So, uh, Dr. Ariel Palocano, um, I've put has put that together for some of my stuff here. So I've got a PDF. I'll put it in there for colon, and I'm big into colon cleansing. I mean, all of Russia, you know, whether it's steam baths, aromatherapy, yoni steams, bannock steams you know, that type of thing should be in there. And um, in the research and education, we have recommendations and they've put in a PDF. Now, so has Pamela Richardson. When I taught them from the offshoots of the healers from Vaccine Choice Canada, she made a, I think a 30 page PDF of my recommendations, but, you know, hopefully her stuff will be up, but I'll stick that in the chat room for you all right now. And uh, that way you can have a look at that for any kind. Of, and, and that pertains to whether nose vaxxed, injectin vaxxed, or queen bloods right now. So we'll put that there for you. So take a look at that. You know, it's in here. And I'm going to put Vaccine Choice Canada because I think it's as brilliant as Pamela's stuff here. Um, I'm still waiting for the last one <clears throat> to come up. Yeah, it's still not up there um, on here. But... Um, yeah, I'll put the Vaccine Choice Canada because Pam's Richardson stuff is there. And I think it's important. Like, this is what people are missing. They're, they're, they've got parts of the puzzles and not all of this. We really went into it. So um, I'll put that in there definitely for you. So I will put um, anything in, you know, if you, anyone needs to get a hold of me or, you know, um, just contact me. But I'll definitely give you that So uh, on that. So does that kind of help a little bit there? And I think it's important. You know, I'm big about people doing themselves too. There's a transfer. So a lot of people are trying to hook up people and think they want to go into the leprosy colony and not get leprosy. And I'm finding what I've done is with all my therapists that, you know, oh, you're just bleeding. It's okay. I'm not. Once I start cleaning these people up and using the, the PEMF transmitters and stuff right on, on them, skin wearable, in about an hour, myself and Dr. Debbie Drake have found the same thing. At about an hour, all the clients are feeling it. You can actually feel the heat rushes. The, we're kind of like burning out those sensors a little bit. And um, that makes a huge, huge difference like on there. So that might be one. But we do have to watch the stealth technology because, like I said, it's going in and out of dimensional stuff here. So they're trying to track down, actually, the people running that as well. So I don't know if that helps, but that's just what I found in the experience. And one, I have done a lot of my therapists now that, you know, over the last two, three months here, especially, well, guess what? These women all now are, you know, I had no problem because I went with my grandchild and, you know, 
you're the only one having problems. No, no, our immune systems are intact or I don't believe in that thing. But once we got them healthy enough, actually these 70-year-old women all started bleeding around their injected grandchildren. So, you know, it, it's a learning experience on that. So that might help. But, uh, yeah. So be very, very wary of that. And I think it's really important and if people have been vaccinated or um, injected of any way, shape, or form. I mean, we know about the the clotting, if you've seen the movie, Died Suddenly. It's not a blood clot. It is not clotting, period. It is semi-synthetic material that is extrapolating and metastasizing all over. We're, we're seeing, you know, like Dr. Or, um, Hooker and all those guys and, and pathologists and also people like John O'Looney and all these undertakers, pathologists, are showing us very clearly, as did Mike Adams. He actually dissected it. You know, so when you see, see things like Dr. Jane Ruby, what she's doing, and Stu Peters, and you look at the people that are actually doing stuff in the background here, you're going to see that this is semi-synthetic. And so it's very important. Up here, we have something called Spike Protect from a company called Real Raw Food, but it has the natokinase, the serapeptase, the, the superfoods, all that type of thing in there to help disseminate it. Because the only thing in the hospital they would have, like when we did emergency or anything like that, they do something called a D-dimer test, which is looking for proteolytic enzymes and stuff like that, or protein reactions when you've had a stroke heart attack or anything to do with the myocarditis and stuff. So those D-dimer tests are only allopathic where we can also do things like that. And those are some of the things is I made like a live blood cell um, library. I don't know how many of you guys, if you've got other kinds of machines, those are really important to have as live blood cell detectors on there and doing actual blood work, you know, in there. So I don't have to take something in under a microscope or definitely not go into a hospital. So that might be helpful for some of you guys if you're making your own libraries as well. So, Okay. Um, wanted to add to that. Uh, check out my notes here. Um, I posted in your, your uh, Facebook group, because um, I know you posted in, in the Devaccinator Telegram group, and you helped promote uh, this interview there. <clears throat> I just replied to um, that uh, there was an interview with... Um, uh, Dr. Ariana Love, the, the vaccinator and fire medic eight, talking about what you're covering. Like there was this lady who just got a PCR test, and just from that, she had a nanotech lodged in her yeah. uh, that had the radiation level of three microwaves. So people go to um, fire medic eight bitchu channel because it, it says a lot of the things exactly you're saying. They do reference Tony, and they talk. I mean, they they claim that they can remove this stuff. But like you said, you know, you have the blood test to prove it. They haven't yet. But oh, I'm, yeah. I'm glad that uh, you're on the same page as them in terms of, you know, moving forward with these things. Um, there was another thing, too, with chlorine dioxide. Where, uh, the mm -hmm. biophysicist Andreas Kalker, yeah, uh, his Locker. most recent interview was w with the quantum nurse. And he was also interviewed with Celeste Solem of mm -hmm. um, CDO does disintegrate the nanotech and, and uh, disintegrates the graphene oxide. Wondering if you can comment on that. What we're seeing with, and of course, the guy that wrote, aside from Jim Humble and MMS, right? And we call it water purification drops. So a lot of people, rather than paying, just I'll give you another hint. There's at realrawfoods.com. They call it water purification drops instead of uh, CDS. And the chlorine dioxide is you can get it for a lot less. <laughs> I'll just say there are suppliers that are actually quite nice up here that we have. Or, or all my essential oils come from a place called nevescence.com, by the way. And it's because all the oils are re 
reconfigured and restructured up in the Banff Mountains, by the way. So they're not as, you know, irradiated when things come through the border, I'll say. But um, in here with Clacker stuff, and again, Robert O. Young actually wrote a book on chlorine dioxide. I still think to this day he's still one of the leading experts in it. And we are seeing it burn out. It's kind of like when I've done this one, so I know, never do this again. Don't try this at home. But I had a, a glass of um, master cleanser sitting next to on a table above next onto another table. But I hit it and it went flying across the room, hit my computer and fried it. That's not any different than the analogy of how to burn out, a, you know, as you think, the, the virus sensors. Right? So same thing when you're doing yoni steams, you're heating up the core. And that's why the steam is probably, to me, the most, the water steam with crystals. And you could put shungi, but, by the way, in your water. I don't know if you guys have done that. But shungi should be in all the different um, steam applications for yoni or vaginal steams. You can go to steamychick.com or Red Tent Wellness if you don't know what I'm talking about with um I'm a pelvic hydrotherapist as well. And so those are different ways to release that into opening all the different chakras and actually all the different meridians. Same thing, the shungite should be put into the water or putting your water for home enemas. Even if you only do a cup or two and just let it sit there for five, ten minutes, that's what you you're need to be putting in there. So I don't know if that, that helps a little bit. Does that answer that question for you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I don't think do you see the question uh, from Yasmin? Yeah. So the question from Yasmin is, I'm curious as to her opinion, I guess that would be me, of more natural frequency therapies is Reiki and that type of thing. So whenever we're doing that, as I've said, this is a biological warfare. I cannot extrapolate enough and get through to people's head, quit touching people. Okay, you have no idea. You don't know if it's going to end up with cancer. You don't know if it's going to be high blood pressure. I've had people drop dead in front of me. Okay, so I mean, all the people that thought they were impervious or all the people that were of faith that were praying about this are all coming down with it. We shouldn't have anyone dropping if that was the idea. So things as Reiki and things like that. Also, you're tapping into different um, entities, demonics and realms which are not always the thing, but absolutely, you know, I finally have got some girls at least starting to use gloves because they're just insistent that they're going to do hands-on Reiki. And and these are the girls that I see now. They've got dark circles under their eyes and they're drained and now their children are getting sick. And I'm going to put this in here that I did with Pam Richardson because I was trying to get the rumble one, but I'll give you the one that I did with Pam Richardson. Until you know the process of how these things are actually um, moving and contained there's a slow transmission and there's a fast transmission and until people actually learn the difference and have been trained in this they shouldn't be touching anyone i don't touch anyone i clean them off even my friends that are clean that are therapists i clean them off before i touch them i make sure everyone's got litmus paper and they got to pass like seven and a half to eight that their litmus paper goes flipping purple like if you want all your chakras to work I look at the ores intensely through the Genius Biofeedback because that's why I like it. I've got so many panels besides the ones that I've made thousands of. You can look what oils you can need, what herbs you need, what superfoods you need, um, venoms, anti-venoms. So mine aren't just like anti-venoms. Here, take frankincense. Like, you know, I mean, you got people like Dr. Brian Artis out there. They're saying, here, go put a nicotine patch on. Uh, how much did you get paid to, like, say that? You know, where are the kickbacks from the ivermectin or, you know, the people like that? So let's be real on what we can do. So not touching anyone. 
And you shouldn't be touching people because there are things that we've been able to show that it's like remote viewing into a dump. They can come right back after you. These are demonic archons. We know that there's something coming through the electrical thing. And Walt, I don't know if you're aware, but every time we plug any, the last six weeks, anything that's plugged into our outlets, it's spiking all our RF meters from 500 to 1,000. You know, and you know, where we used to see a little bit of radiation, even that part's creeping up. So I'm going to give you Pam stuff in here that we did at newsinsideout.com. Just Google me, go to News Inside Out and do it. But I'm going to give you the part three we did because people do not actually get the full totality of this is what it's doing. And the archonic thing is that it has sensors. In other words, when I'm going to do someone and because it has sentience, it's conscious, it has a life force in a sense. If I tell someone that I'm going to look for an implant on you, I never say that because it can shut off the nanotech within seconds you know, or doing lily waves or doing all sorts of things. So those are one of the things. So I'm putting it back into there for you. News Inside Out, I just did with Pamela Richardson on that. And if you want the weird stuff like the dumbs and the gene decodes and the Patty Bersards, and um, I'm going to put the cease and desist order that we just did as well, too, with Pascal. Oh, that's the beauty of Shungite. Shungite is so sentient yeah. and so yeah. aware that it, it knows this stuff even before you know this stuff. <laughs> exactly. Why? That's why my focus has been on things like that. And I mean, I got Shungite plates and all sorts of stuff. And of course, you know, people need to learn it. And I see you've done an excellent education. I love your website, by the way. I just, oh, I was like drooling on it. But, you know, in there looking at, you know, the difference from raw Shungite versus, you know, polished and all sorts of stuff and where they come from. And and I'm glad that you've got at least, what did I hear, 10 years stored someone? <laughs> <laughs> you're, it sounds like you're describing Derek's website. The, my website yeah. is New Paradigm yeah. Tools. Yeah, yeah, I was on both of them actually. Oh. Um, but you know, on that, um, but just referring to that, but with the new uh, paradigm one in here too, I think those tools that you've got are so important because you know we're thinking outside the box, and you're looking at um, also the. Uh, methodologies that are simple and easy for people to get into you know it's no different than when anastasia talked about her child going into the water and picking up stuff and touching things that were radioactive and trying to neutralize things not that there wasn't side effects you know i think we have to be realistic for every action there's a reaction you know so if we can make some of these things more comfortable for people in in some terms like a palliative care but the actual places are set up for them like those ones the terahertz has been incredibly powerful for a lot of people. And it goes through a mineral shield of titanium and stuff like that. But they've got a place where there you can put essential oils. But I just came to me. I could probably put the shungite crystal in that well and run the terahertz through that. Because it already goes through a crystal chamber. So using shungite as an addendum to that would be actually quite brilliant, I would think. Do you so, do uh, do you do also chemical tests in 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 the process of the work that you do? I have access to the lab, so whether I need people for hair analysis or okay. because, just because of the proximity, I've moved a couple hours away, but I have access to our labs. I sure. would I would ask I would impose on you if you could do a chemical test on uh, three nuggets of shungite that have changed the color. I, I put them in the water where I have the pot that boils for the sauna bath. So the, the boiling water is actually there. There's uh, three Shungite nuggets. And mm -hmm. it's two things. I have no explanation for this because you have water that has been boiling 
It's yeah. not open to the air. It's been boiling. Everything is closed. And yet, after it cools down, you open the pot, and it's not, it's like a imagine if you would a, a little tuff of cut, like cotton balls in yep. miniature cotton balls form on the surface of the water, and and you can't touch them. Yet the minute you touch them, they disintegrate. Yeah. What is that? You know, I I would think it'd be something very similar when we used to do. Um like organite, but natural organite, that's another specialty. A lot of people don't make it naturally, right? They're using semi-synthetics. But in there, we would use Ormus water, like the spring water, mm -hmm. and you would actually see that the actual ice cubes would start growing upwards, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, in there. So once you start getting the crystallization with the change in the chemistry, remember anything that boils over 212 Fahrenheit, you know, you're going to get a obviously change in whatever which is i mean same process whether you've got raw foods right that's why we don't do anything we don't cook we uncook because all our food is kept under 115 degrees fahrenheit so mm -hmm. the molecular integrity of the ormus of the minerals electrolytes whatever you want to say nutrients are kept in, intact mm -hmm. so i kind of laugh because it's the same thing like you know instead of having i'm like a little girl i still use an easy bake oven we just call it a dehydrator yeah. now so yeah. i think with the boiling in the crystallization Again, it's like the Oramus, right? Once you touch it, mm -hmm. it's going interdimensional again. Okay, because I noticed that the nuggets have turned yeah. have turned uh, blue. Once yeah. the, the nugget dries, it's not black anymore. It's blue. It's <laughs> so I thought, yeah. okay, that's interesting. Yeah, the chemicalization in there is going through the different spectrums, right? Like we're we're seeing too. I mean, it's no different than, unfortunately when you start seeing the chemicalization with the geoengineering, the chemtrails, what's been happening now, I'm not sure if you're aware, but the people that are in the, especially in the close proximity within two, three hours of ground zero at, at Ohio now, is that everything's turning a blue color out there. Mm -hmm. And they're having like, and I've seen it where they've done other stuff where it's gone more rusty. Mm -hmm. So it depends on the mineral structures in there and just the properties, as you know, every crystal when it solidifies or hardens and stuff, it's got a different mineral um, content in there mm -hmm. so and again with the vortexing that's why i like using shungite because it's a reconnection if you think of essential oils or the other thing is doing the shungite with essential oils similar to like hydrosols mm -hmm. we can actually take amber and make amber essential oils and other type of what's called an atar but making similar to a hydrosol water mm -hmm. in there so i would do that but the minute you're going to apply the heat for sure you're going to change the whole integrity of it so that's actually a very interesting little like kitchen experiment. I kind of get that, but uh, I, I applaud you for that. <laughs> well, now that you've mentioned the hydrosol, D Derek, are you still with us? Because Derek makes uh, various. He uses. He makes one out of cedar. Right. You know, um, because people, you know, at least we know that we've got hydrosols in the in the mysticalwares dot com. Uh, so if anybody wants to, you know, look into that, just go and, and look up in the, you know, the search hydrosols and you'll find information and products. I just wanted to throw that out as long as we've got it, you know, to give people. So oh, this is amazing. So how did you guys all come together, like kind of collaboratively, collectively? I'm kind of interested in the dynamics of that. You guys have oh, such Gaia. a... Gaia did it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe yeah, that? Yeah, I. Believe no, this is this is absolutely true. Um, I I came across Shungite in a mystical, magical way, 
mm-hmm. and I could I see at the molecular level. So I could see all this stuff happening, and I knew what it was doing. But how the heck do I get it out of my head mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, do something mm-hmm. with it? So mm-hmm, I said mm-hmm. to Guy, I said, Guy, I need somebody that can take what's in my head and make it real. Right, and within right. within days, I meet Walt Silva. And Walt Silva had said to him, to the universe, you know, uh, I need somebody that can look at the energies and tell me what's happening. <laughs> so right, right. He, he, he asked, I asked, and we ended up with each other. And then, you know, we started just researching and investigating, and then we were making products because the concept that Walt has is I want to know what it is, how it works, and how it can help me. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so that was the you know the way that we were doing everything and so we we also had a group of and we were on the radio we had been on the radio for a long time right, and I, right. at the time I was with Wolf Spirit and JP got very much interested in it so he and I would be oh and this this week I found out this and you know we do all this type of thing but yeah. the the essence of what made it go was the people that took a chance within half an hour of me making the website live so that you could buy shungite from me i had the first order and it was it went on and on and it kept getting bigger and bigger every year the money would double right and people were driving it because they also were acting as scientists they were looking at the shungite they were doing different things with it they were observing it then they would report mm-hmm. right. and it when they would report that we'd go well what's this about and then We'd get focused on looking at it and seeing, well, what what exactly is happening here? So right. it was the people that were the listening to us that were actually the driving force behind a lot of the information that began to come in concerning Shanghai. So Eric put the Shanghai uh, with the bees. How was the bees? Yeah, Shanghai bee connector connection. Right. Right. He, Derek was had bees, and he was also listening to us. And I said, I think Shanghai will. I think that the colony collapses electromagnetic problems, and that the Shanghai will, you know, negate it. And oh, I so, saw that. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, amazing. you know, I'm. I mean, it's absolutely stunning what the bees did because, again, the, you know, nobody told nobody was bees weren't listening to me. You know, and he puts just three nuggets initially on. He had two two new hives. This was the second year of beekeeping. And he put those three nuggets there. And then he watched the bees as they went in and out of the hive. They would up against the shungite. And so they would get these little particles of shungite on them. And then as they go through the garden, they're dropping little particles of shungite. Mm-hmm. And so the whole area that he was in just went into this super growth thing. I mean, there was apple trees breaking, old apple trees with limbs breaking because there were so many apples on them. And the people there told Derek, you know, we don't normally see this, but that's because those three nuggets, okay, put the three nuggets in it. And then I, you know, the universe made us become aware of each other. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I said, why didn't you tell me you were a beekeeper and doing this? And he said, I thought every beekeeper was going to, how many beekeepers do you think were listening to me? <laughs> you know? So then we put this Shungite powder, and the powder caused the, the hives to go into a huge, huge super expansion. And he right. went from, from about 
50,000 bees to a million bees just from one hive. Well, remember the hives were producing queens, which is something rare that he hadn't seen before? Yeah. 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 Listen, we're in the last two minutes here. Um, So uh, you want to say something, you know, just leaving a final thought with people? Well, contact me. How's that? I just wanted to extend also an invitation. I'm going to talk to Dr. Aria Pelicano because we do actually have shungite. We use shungite under our genius plates. And maybe that's something that we could interface and also have, you know, you guys all on our program too at the genius biofeedback in there. So I'll talk to her with that because we do offer shungite. But as I said, I prefer to have the raw supplies rather than, you know, some of the other stuff there and just the pennants because I think it's so important. Uh, So In your shungite equation, don't forget that shungite has polarity. It has organ exactly. polarity, so that's uh, something to keep in mind <laughs> when you're there. Right. Yeah, and, and someone was just mentioning about Ohio. Okay, so okay, okay. All right, got to end this show. Um, <laughs> Mark, say, good, say goodbye. Everybody say goodbye. And, Walt, you're going to have to disconnect. Okay, okay. So I don't have the – oh, I do have the sound on. So, But anyway, we're not going to – because I'm going to edit it anyway. So everybody say goodbye, and um, we appreciate you. We've got – Show is playing now. Now Chronics, Chronicles will be playing, and then we're live again at six to eight. And now I'm going to ask you to disconnect, please. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe. <laughs>